0: Grateful to be back with you once again. I know your life has been a blessing and you've been just moving in the midst of the Almighty. We're so glad to be able to come to you wherever you are and we're so grateful for the move of the Father in our world, our lives, as well as all of our affairs. We're so glad that you've taken this time out to listen to us and to allow us to come into wherever your private space is and we come with a word. Sometimes it's not always what you want to hear. But sometimes it's the thing that we don't want to hear is what makes us better than who we are. As always, I am so grateful, amen, to have our co-hosts, none other than Elder Leonard K. Scott, Jr. Good to be back, Dr. Nicholas. Good yeah. to be
1: back. Yeah.
0: And then we have with us, as uh, no longer a guest, but we have with us Elder Candace Jean Merritt.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Love you all.
0: We are so grateful to be here, and we know that we have so many things to discuss, and we're excited that you all see that inauguration. Mm-hmm. I think that inauguration was off the chain. It was, it was nice. Very it, nice. You know, I, I've seen, you know, and, and I think uh, Obama, President Obama, had a beautiful inauguration and well, well, well attended. But Joe Biden in this inauguration, really, I think it was number one mm-hmm. on my on my books because um, they did it virtual and and it had so much depth, it had so much meaning,
1: and it went global. and, and, and I don't know what do y'all think about that.
0: Um,
1: I mean, I honestly didn't catch it myself. <laughs> I just saw bits and pieces of um, what I saw. I thought it was I thought it was nice and cool how they had put it all together. But I I didn't
3: personally see it. So did you sure. see it? Yes, I just. I just think, um, like I didn't catch the very beginning of it, but like you said, it was Scott putting it together and then seeing the virtual ending where they didn't get to have the dance. But the team that did that virtual ending, it was like that we was attending it. So I'm sure the, the Bidens and, and um, Kamala Harris and her family, I'm sure they felt, felt it because I felt it and it was mm-hmm. through the screen. So it's just wow how technology has allowed us to still stay tuned in yes, to, yes. to our everyday um, uh, assignments, well not assignments, but engagements. Mm-hmm. So it was, I think it was like a humongous nationwide church service. It was just great. It was the speakers, um, especially that young lady, was her name Amanda?
0: Amanda, I don't forget her
3: name. Yes, like everybody, she was amazing. The singers, everybody looked good. The social distancing, the setup, I think everything was
0: it was, it was a very beautiful, uh, the whole thing, from beginning to the end, I had the privilege of watching it, and not all the way through by sitting there, but mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to see a lot of the, the things that unfold and, and how they were announced. Mm-hmm. And Lady Gaga, really, I, I'm here to tell you Lady Gaga, I take my hat off to her, she's just uh, phenomenal. With her voice, she, I believe that there's no range that she really cannot hit, and I mean she hit, she she done she done the thing, you know, and and of course Lady Gaga is gonna always represent herself, mm-hmm. you know, and keep her uh, her 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 her, her uh, stamp everywhere, and she had this gorgeous red gown skirt on, mm-hmm. and this black top and this big old gold. Eagle sitting on her shoulder, but
2: a huge eagle.
0: Yes, but I think that she was just really phenomenal, and and and, and all of them, Jennifer Lopez, and and all of them, and and then and
3: yeah. Garth Brooks.
0: Garth Brooks, <laughs> let's not forget Garth Brooks. I yes. it all. But yeah. then, what what really <laughs> took the cake was that John Legend. That mm-hmm. John Legend, I mean, he owned. He owned that setup, he owned that piano, and that song. He owned it all, and he knew it. He knew it, It, and they had the perfect setup. They had the piano set right there in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and and, um, it it was just, I don't think you could've asked for anything greater, and even if it was live, and and there was no, you know, no restrictions on the social distancing, I don't think it could've been better than it was. Mm-hmm. And, and, and whoever, whoever was the inauguration committee that orchestrated all of that, I mean, they they, they deserve an yeah, uh, applause. Mm-hmm. They did an excellent job, an mm-hmm. excellent job. Well, we, we, we really want to also keep in mind those that are going through mm-hmm. out of all of that. In every podcast, we want to remember all of those that are going through with this, this pandemic that is going on and... We want to remember the ones that have went on and those that are yet going on, you know, that are dealing with the bad, the, this this pandemic is really getting out of hand. Yeah. But, but I, I, I don't know, I, I just believe that the Father, uh, without doubt, is, is teaching us a valuable lesson that we should and we must learn it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think that it's just restructuring. Mm-hmm. What, what do y'all think about it? Uh, I think you
1: gotta put it right, like it's- it's a crazy time, and we're living through it, and we are gonna go through it, but it's, like, it's history. I don't know, it's reprogramming. That's all I can say, because in each generation, something's happened to where you gotta reprogram and move differently. For instance, when technology came along, or TVs came along, like stuff changed. And even though this ain't like the TV or electronics, but it's still a major change that's happened, and it's going to happen and is happening, whether we want to receive it or not. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's a major change.
0: It is a major change and change, you know, change sometimes comes with a lot of hardship and and because we, we, we become so comfortable and complacent as we are and, and how we are in a riot in Russia, mm-hmm. you know, and that's unheard of, you know, because Russia is such a dictatorship and now the people are fighting mm-hmm. uh, because they're tired of the dictatorship and they want, they want free and fair election mm-hmm. to put in office who they want to elect, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And and they're fighting for it. And as much as, you know, we, we the Christian people, uh I, I don't I don't I don't compare Christians to believers. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's a major difference mm-hmm. because uh, you know, it's so much uh makeup and cosmetics come with Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and when you are a believer, it be, it's a way of life. You you're not caught up in all of the, the 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 frills and the deals and, mm-hmm. and 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 where we where people that are Christians say, well, let's pray. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a believer knows that there is a time for prayer, there is a time for prayer and war. Right.
2: Right.
0: You know, uh, uh, and, and, and and the reason why I say prayer and war because in everything that we do, we must stay in prayer, right. mm-hmm. so that that it, that becomes an evident factor. It, it, it is the communication between us and our father. So every day, you know, I am, I, every day I, I talk to him, mm-hmm. you know, so I do understand, but I also know there's a point in our journey that we must war. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, uh, you, you know, when we, when we look at all of the unrest all over the world, you know, some things will never change unless there is a war, right. yes, sir. you know, you know, even, even with Yahshua. Uh, well, let's go back. Even in in the wilderness of Israel, when they were wandering in the wilderness, things took place there. They mm-hmm. they, they got into they they wore, They and, and many of them died, even before they got to the promised land. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes them old things is the things that keep you stagnant and held in captivity. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, I, I don't know. But when I saw that this morning, and and, and yes, the, their, their police are are more brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say more than ours in the U.S. Mm-hmm. because I think they're all becoming the same. Right. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. it could be worse, but you know, the truth of the matter is is that when you give people too much power and authority and you, they know they can cover themselves, then they can do anything yes. to anybody, however they choose to do it. You know, and now this, all this unrest and all of these things that has taken place globally, it's saying to the world, <laughs> That you know, we we we're fed up with it. Now we know that the siege on the Capitol was a white supremacist movement. Mm-hmm. You know, which there, there, there's no positive outcome other than wanting their own agenda to be the, the head of everything. But when it comes to the spiritual movement and the Father doing a shift in the universe, there's there's a lot of things that have been smoothed over and overlooked, and and uh, the people are saying that. We, 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 we're not trying to fight. We don't want war, but we don't want to live like this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, I just, uh, that, that really, that really uh, stuck with my head. I, I've never been one that was so caught up on the news, you know, until last year. Mm-hmm. You know, when 45 was in. For the four years, it was like I had to keep up with what was going on yeah. because we never knew when that red button was going to be pushed. And you know our hair was gonna be blown off, you know. So uh, yes, seriously, I laughed, but it wasn't no joke. You never knew at what moment this man was going to take it to the level where, come on, do you people see what's going on? But anyway, you know, now that we've crossed over the the chilly river of Jordan, and now we're (laughs) Jordan. (laughs) That's what they call it, the River of Jordan. We know it's the River of Jordan, but, uh, you know, once, now that we've crossed over somewhat, we're still in, in, there's still a lot going on. There's still a lot that has to go on, you know, but uh, you, you can feel the, the somewhat comfort in the air. Uh, not that everything is all right, but it's not as, because if you're going through it, and you have to fight, the main thing you need is to know you can rely on, the instructions of your commander in chief, mm-hmm. you know, is the worst thing in the world is to have a leader that you soon lose trust for them, and then the worst thing is to have a leader that does not trust his regiment,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know.
0: Uh, so, you know, I, I really, I really begin to think about that, and uh, when, when it comes to the Christian pers- perspective of things, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I have it wrong, but it always appears, it, it appears to be as if we, we, we're supposed to smile and, uh, you know, turn the other cheeks, where most of us have ran out of cheeks to turn, you know. Mm-hmm. We just don't have those cheeks anymore, so I don't know. Um, what do y'all think about that?
3: When it comes, the news is even different. And I know we're not like, we're not it, but it is a different uh, air, or if I can say that, because the news is even different. It is. and. Um, I watch the news, and um, I watch the news because I want to see what's going on. I watch the news because something new is always happening. Um, and the thing is, I don't really watch local news. I watch nationwide news because um, I feel like I can catch up on the local. Um, the nationwide news is what has my attention. Mm-hmm. To just um, Over the last year, I didn't know that so many different um, countries went through um, dictatorship. I didn't know that they didn't oh, have man. rights. You know you hear about it and in school you learned about it but I didn't know those things um, somewhat of a slave way is still going on with people. Oh, you yes. know so people are actually um, escaping their countries because they first have to ask for permission and if government don't see that their, their um, reason to leave is justifiable they tell them no. So not being able to move in the way that we move, and other people don't have that, it's just like, what's hurt? Of, this is unheard of, and like Elder Scott said earlier, in every season or every year or a generation, something tragic goes on that mm-hmm. we have to learn from it. And I think other countries is like, okay, look what just happened. Even though all the unrest is going on, look how other nations fought for the unrest that's going on in the United States. Yes. And now they see, okay, this president not saying woohoo to Biden and, you know, praising him or whatever, but he's a change. So mm-hmm. now what he's going to have to do is what he said he was going to do. Right. And it may not be easy it's for him to do that. Easy. However, he is, as we see, attempting to move towards, uh, as he called it, my first 100 days. You know, However, other countries, I think, um, listening to you is probably saying, we need to start moving forward too, because their biggest fight and their breakthrough, I think, was when it happened with the um, the killing of uh, Mr. George, mm-hmm. worldwide, yeah. saw that man suffer, yeah. beg, cry for his deceased mother, and take his last breath. And that was just enough. So all over the country, I mean, all over the place, in Africa, New Zealand, Switzerland, everywhere was fighting for this man, you know, right? Exactly, right, and right. And so I think that this this thing, we don't want to say, we don't want, we don't want this to happen, especially the coronavirus. However, it's happened. Mm-hmm. So like you said, yeah. it's not like, oh gosh, we got to deal with it. However, if we don't start looking at mm-hmm. it, talking about it, discussing it, the, the the good and the bad and the do's and the don'ts and the warnings and the precautions, we're going to be just like, with a sheet over our face or something. Like, you don't want to talk about it? I think it's become such a conversation that people don't want to have, like, HIV. Right, you know? and,
0: and HIV was never an embarrassment to have. It could have happened to anyone. At first it started out with them saying that the Christian uh, body was, was confessing that it was a plague, that the, the father brought mm-hmm. on homosexuality, well, my thing has always been if he's gonna punish the homosexual, then he need to get the whore too. Mm-hmm. You know, and Where that's the that's the mission plan. that's the missionaries, that's the deacons mm-hmm. in the church and all of that because when if with that when that first came out in the eighties, it was like he he don't like and I use their word God, mm-hmm. uh his name is Yahweh, but I use your term, you know, and the thing that they were saying, God doesn't like homosexuality and, this is the punishment against homosexuality, and this plague is coming through, and it's going to wipe it out and clean it up, and all of that. And a lot of people were even trying to uh, re- reject and re- renounce their sexuality because they were really believing that that plague was hitting them, or it was coming, it was coming on them because of their mm-hmm. sexual preferences. Mm-hmm. And uh, the truth of the matter is, it came. It did not come. From the father, saying, "This is a plague that I'm going to see." Because, see, when the father's in a plague, it's for all, right. all disobedience. Right. It, it yes. does not bear; it does not bear a direction on one sexual orientation. If it's all out of the will of the father, then sin is sin, regardless of what it is. There is no big sin; there is no little sin. And this is what really plagued, really hard the the the, the gay population in the '80s. When, that, when, when AIDS came out. So it was an embarrassment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not only did they live uh, with the thought of having HIV and some AIDS, and the cure that they had come up with, then was even worse than having yes. the disease itself, it because the medication was killing, and, and killed so many mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, a lot of them in those days, uh, they lived quietly, they died quietly because it was an embarrassment it was a plague that if anybody knew that you had hiv or aids they looked at looked upon you as if you were the impediment you know like leprosy Mm
2: -hmm. you know
0: uh, and 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 many people really would have probably preferred you or them to create one city for all hiv people to live in and nobody else live in that city so a lot of people died uh, gays, uh, those that, I don't want to use the word gays, though, but those that have their sexual preferences mm-hmm. and those that were considered what is called straight, uh, they, they, they even died. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't just one gender of people. It mm-hmm. it, it, it began to hit everybody. It's how know. I
3: was taught, though, sir, because I was in Definitely high Definitely traditional. Junior high, and they taught us, um, uh, they taught us in class, it was a health class, and they said that only a uh, one population of people had it, and that it was mainly in San Francisco, it was mainly in New York City. Like our teacher actually told us that, and I was like maybe 14, so that's and I thought it came from monkeys, and they told us all kind of stuff. It wasn't until we had a, um, some, it was a, and I started looking at people that may have been suffering with that, just the whole HIV, AIDS, um, um, sickness differently like we are more uh, dangerous to them yeah, than they are to us, are to us. Mm-hmm. and it doesn't live outside of mm-hmm. the, the uh, body and I learned so much but it educated me so through education is how we learn but it just think that teacher put that in me at the age of 13 that um, uh, people with the, that had same-sex relations and monkeys and all that kind of stuff is the ones that carry it. So who knows the education that people are having about the coronavirus? Because if you're not educated, and you don't want to talk about it. If we're going to end up just in a quiet space, like you said, people are sick, they not telling. They're still coming around mm-hmm. us, um, or going around their family, or pretending that's nothing's wrong with them. they scared of cough. Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff, and it's it's really bad.
0: My thing is, as a leader, and as you brought that up, back when it, it, was, it was really prevalent, uh, the move of HIV and, and the AIDS epidemic was so prevalent and it was moving through and being the leader then, my, 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 my stand has always been, if you're going to be a minister, you've got to learn to equip yourself. To minister,
3: mm-hmm. yes, you. That's and, why you allow that. and and, 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 mm-hmm.
0: and you can't minister to people that you choose to minister mm-hmm. to. If there's a war, mm-hmm. and you are nursed, you have to take care of everybody wounded, yes. and you may not know them. You may know them. They may be, they may look good. They may smell bad. Mm-hmm. They may be wounded that you've never experienced again. So then, in the ministry, I'm strong and and, and as I am now. I wanted every minister. To be fully knowledgeable, mm-hmm. you know, just like our church, we're open to whatever. You know, the thing is, we we do not have a church that is sexual. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: See, so uh, what what I mean by that is, we we teach the word straight through. We don't right. teach a woman to a man, a man right. to a woman, a woman to a woman, a man to a man. We we don't have that that not, We that, that's a waste.
2: Mm-hmm. of the
0: father's time when he said he has no respect of a person. Right. So when we begin to start teaching uh, gender, then we get off of the page of what the word is. So at Greater New Jerusalem, I'm proud to be the pastor here because through through the ranks of my life, amen, I've learned not to judge people. Mm-hmm. You know, because where we have pushed people aside, and, and, and churches have been, the churches have done this, For so long, you know, uh, one of the sisters get to know somebody's business and they exploit it. Uh, He's gay and he likes this and he likes that. We were not, the house of prayer is just what it's supposed to be, the house of prayer. We're not to use this. Place as a place of gossip, mm-hmm. but we're supposed to use this place as a place of building and to receive knowledge, instructions, guidance, and then learn how to guide our, yes. to guide ourselves through it and to guard that that we receive from
2: it. Mm-hmm. and
0: And in that, uh, back to uh, where uh, the church over on New York Street, it, it was prevalent, and and people were trying to figure out how do we go pray for people with HIV. People with AIDS. How do we care for them? Well, I didn't want that to be our church. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that to be uh, one of the ministers or elders is put on an assignment to go, and you got to give them a whole medical history, you know, before they go. I didn't want that, and then I didn't want our members to back away from people Mm -hmm. because what good are we if we're going to back away? You know, I'll hug a drunk on the corner. Mm -hmm. I will, even now. Somebody has to catch me. Because I love them, because I just feel that they need that,
2: mm-hmm, yes. you know.
0: And who am I to think that I'm better than they mm-hmm, are yes. at any level, you know, better than they are, you know? Uh, so, <clears throat> I, I we went into I, I, I partnered with the Damien Center mm-hmm. at that point, at that time, and when I partnered with the Damien Center, they sent people in that uh, they they trained, they schooled all of the elders. And, and nobody could miss.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nobody could say, well, I'm not gay. I don't want to hear about that gay stuff. You, it ain't about gay. It ain't about homosexuality, heterosexuality. It's about the, 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 the ability to care for the people. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to go into a war, you need to be trained how to minister to whoever comes your way. Mm-hmm. I, I strongly believe that. You've got to be able to minister to the whore. Mm-hmm. Because she may be wounded. She may be wounded, and you may know that she's off of whatever street. Mm -hmm. You may have seen her, but do you give her less care? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. That's right. You know, and that always, what sticks in my head is the story. When Yahshua told the man to prepare his house, Mm -hmm. he was coming. And and the man was excited and and just full of joy. And he ran home and started cleaning his house. Well, to make a long story short, a man came and knocked on the door. He looked like a bum. The man said uh i don't have time i'm, I'm preparing my house i'm cleaning up yeah. Yeah. and then the second round another man came and he told him that the third round Yahshua showed up and he was so overwhelmed he said i didn't in other words what took you so long mm-hmm. he said well i've been here twice yeah. and, and you rejected me you know so anybody that knows me know i don't reject our church does not reject. Now, I'm not going to let you come in here because the church should not be homosexual or heterosexual. Mm
2: -hmm. And I
0: think that's something that we do not discuss enough. It should not be sexual gender at all. If anything that is discussed, the word needs to put us all in check with whatever our sexuality is and whatever our sexuality desires, and then it is up to us to apply it or reject it. But the word has to be preached in the house of prayer and we don't need to come up. That, you know this is one thing that I do <laughs> test and I can talk about this all day long. I detest when you go to church to look like you're a couple. Mm-hmm. go to the bar for that. <laughs> go to dinner for that right You know when you come to the house of prayer, you should come pr- with your soul soul in need mm-hmm. of uh, a word of guidance that you don't care if uh, if she's with you or she's not or if he's with you or whatever, your significant other's with you or not. I just strongly do not believe that what we bring out of the street should come Now We got those things outside of the church that they put bikes on.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know what they're called. The are bike racks. Bikes. You know, <laughs> and we got those things, we, we should have those things outside yeah. of the church so you can park all of that mess that you got going on <laughs> Lock it up so nobody is stealing. If you truly don't want nobody to have that, you got You know, and if they steal it, they're probably going to bring it back. They say it is too much for Drop me. It in the you know, but at least we should have them outside the church to give you an yeah. opportunity to sit it here. And you can get it when you come back. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but come in the church naked. Yes. Come in the church not trying to, and you know, me with this out of some churches, they go to church dressed up alike.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The boxy twins. The boxy twins. I mean, why? We are, it's our soul that's got to be changed. I can dress up to the nine in, in my suit, but my soul can be raggedy and it's all get out. Mm-hmm. So when that A epidemic came around, it was like, wow, people are really church people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Church people are really mistreating church people when they find out they got AIDS and I don't know if you know how it was and if any of you know how it was maybe you all don't because you were too young to understand it but it was it was horrible it was absolutely horrible a lot of gay people were so hurt by those that were in the church because it was a plague they were going to catch in it they couldn't talk to them they were scared to talk to them and their family mistreated them and everything and i wanted anybody that came across my path to know that i love them i'm not promoting your sex i'm not looking at your sexuality but i'm looking at the soul Mm -hmm. in need of somebody
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know and that was the most devastating thing and this is why I am even more adamant about who I am when it comes to my stand and the reason why I don't go for Christianity because even in the midst of that, Christians, I mean they were something else. They were something else Mm -hmm. and a lot of people could have been healed and may have lived longer Mm -hmm. because you know when you're stressed out Mm -hmm. and sick, you die quicker. Mm -hmm. When you feel like there's nothing to live for, then you go in and die quicker.
3: They said you know. that too to us. Um, I remember the uh, guy said that family is, and they, he didn't he didn't even say it's like stress. He said not being able to communicate to your loved ones or your closest friends what's going on with you kills them just as fast because it puts them in the sickness of giving up. And people don't think, like, they just say, this is depression. But before depression, there are other avenues before you even reach depression. Mm-hmm. However, if no one is there noticing, if there's no one there that you can talk to, and just even if it's somebody that don't talk, if you're close enough to them and you paying enough attention to them, you see when something is wrong. Exactly. But if you keep moving, like, they'll get through it. Like, if you will say, we'll say church people, uh, uh, um, Yahweh's going to find a way. Don't worry about it. No, well, no, no. some things do need to be discussed. Exactly. Because if it's not, then that person with God is going to make a way, goes back to their quiet place, and it, it just disrupts their life even more. I totally
0: agree with you on that. Because to be spiritual minded, it doesn't mean that it's a cut and dry. You oh, Do you believe? Well, then why worry? It's not that easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and all of us really need each other because you going to get yourself in something that I'm going to have to help you out of. And even though I know you knew better than to get into it, and you're going to get yourself into something. But if I have the mentality where you shouldn't have to put yourself in it, mm-hmm. that's hard. Mm-hmm. And yes. then we never realize that you can be that hard with me. But the day is going to come. Every man is going to need somebody. And when I say man, I mean woman as well. Everybody's going to need somebody. And even, you know, and and, and let me finish this and then we go on to the corona. You know, uh, people were scared to tell you Mm
3: -hmm. that
0: they were sick. That is suffering in silence. Still to
3: this day.
0: That is so scary, you know. And then some of them lash out, some of them get mean. And don't, don't get me wrong. It's sick people as well as well people that is crazy everywhere Mm -hmm. that you don't want to be bothered with. Well (laughs) or sick. There's there's just some people that you just don't want to be bothered with. So, you know, some people that were sick were very nasty. They were very uh, disrespectful and all of that. So we do know that. But, you know, we have to understand that, that 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 we we too could be in the same boat mm-hmm. and i always looked at the fact that in, in my life in my life i could have easily died from it mm-hmm. you know and, and you too mm-hmm.
3: and the thing is another thing he told us is i thought it came from um sexual intercourse only that and it's it's people would think like you didn't know but no i i, I had what i uh, had learned about um, HIV and AIDS. I believe my, my instructor and that's what it was. we never discussed it again. you know because it wasn't people around us that had it. but boy do I did I learn that yes it was, but we no. came from a, a group of that you better not even speak of it. you know, but it was a, it was a plenty of people that dealt with it, you know and still is dealing with it. Um, but the thing is you can get it from um, someone just walking past you, Say if they just did that to you Cut. and they had something. You yeah. can get it from going to the doctor. Women get um uh, um checks every year. You can get it from them instruments when they're you know, you can get it from so blood, many different avenues. Blood transfusion. Blood transfusions, the main thing that most yeah. people need when they're in need to go to the hospital, but that's not what I was taught. So that seminar really put me to where man, this is something else. No. It's not even what I was taught. It's no. what people passed on and believed and said, just don't deal with them because they dying of it. No. They, got they, they, say they got that
0: thing. They got that thing. All here is the perfect word. They got the package.
3: They got the package. That's
0: yes. what it was called, the package. So you it, know. Was, it was And, 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 and as much, and, and then the thing was, which is, is a bad, but some people do it. Some people knew they had it, and they were yet willingly spreading it to other people through sexual activity, you know, and, 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 and people don't realize, uh, it has not gone away,
2: Mm -mm.
0: it has not, so, you know, what has happened though, it has moved out of, primarily out of those that were, uh, in the homosexual phase, and it moved into the heterosexual, and then the young women. Became more victims, Black women. and and black women, right yes, now. and even now they're more victims mm-hmm. of the HIV because the spread up, and people use condoms as a safety precaution, but they never think that it doesn't guarantee mm-hmm. the right. safety mm-hmm. of it. A condom can bust mm-hmm. at any time, unaware of, yep. and you, you're in absolute trouble, you know, and uh, you know, and, and 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 what brought me to the conversation this morning about the, uh, the the AIDS epidemic and HIV, is that everybody was so secretive and and, and, and they didn't want nobody to know. And, and even they couldn't tell their loved ones. And here we are again with the coronavirus and people are acting as if that is just the same. They don't want you to know that they whispering in Such and such has got the coronavirus, but don't tell nobody. We need to tell them. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you need to make sure you stay away from people so you won't affect yourself worse and affect others. Mm-hmm. You know, but on 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 this level of HIV and AIDS, I do want to say this to every parent out there, be open to your children, please. Mm-hmm. Be open. Don't judge your children mm-hmm. because of their sexual preferences. You want them to be the very best of anything, and definitely you want that. You don't want them to be no drug dealers. You don't want them to hang out in the street. But open yourself up. I know it's nothing that you did because tradition taught you you were less than a man if you did Mm -hmm. or less than a woman if you did. But we're living in an era that our children are finding out that it's not as bad as we were told Mm -hmm. or, or what have you. But the reason why I ask that you open up yourself to listen to your children and and be that ear for them because too many of our young kids are taking their lives. Mm -hmm. They're they're committing suicide because of their sexual preference and they feel that they are not accepted. They are not, you know, and that really gets to me because I want anybody that knows me. I do. If you are going through and you feel like your life is not in alignment with what society says Mm -hmm. i want you to know you can talk to me
2: Mm -hmm. you
0: know because the whole thing is i don't want a young girl out there feeling a feeling for another young lady and feel that she's got to take her life
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you christians say whatever you want about me i absolutely care less because we really need to let our young people know that it's more to them then their sexuality number one. And if we open up and listen to them, we may be able to not change them, but we may be able to give them wisdom mm-hmm. in how to do things. Mm-hmm. You know, we all made our choices. And some of us are still wild and crazy and hoarse and, and lustful and, and and just off the page. Mm-hmm. Just because you're heterosexual, that don't make you right. Oh, but
3: that's the green light that it is.
0: Right. That that turns me totally. Crazy, because mm-hmm. if you got a woman and a man, but they never know how that man is sneaking out at night.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Baby, I'm going to work over. Then mm-hmm. he got a woman, but he's working over supposed to be at the job, but he's out with Bob. Mm-hmm. We playing golf. Two balls in one hole.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm not going <laughs> to touch that. Listen, though. I watched this documentary about... Uh, here in the city, I think it was, this is 21, 2019, there was, in, the, in Indiana, 60 kids, between, it was like 10 of them that were elementary, and the other ones was junior high and high school. They committed suicide, most of them at school most of them on the bleachers in the on the football field or they took pills and they were found and all this different kind of stuff because of their sexual preference well the documentary was for the parents most of them said that they didn't know some of them said they told them that that it was not going to happen so they were being um going through therapy and the therapist was telling them and trying to assure them that it was not their fault. Well, this is how I looked at it. I think when it's a child and you can do something about it, but you just say, no, you're not. No, it's not this way. It is my way or the highway. I'm the mama. I brought you in this world. I'll take you out, get out of my face. And you don't hear what they're saying from their heart. And then you hear the next day that your child's been found. Now you're beating up yourself because you're thinking I should have listened. Yeah. Well, you gotta take some type of responsibility for you, you, you not, not listening. Now I understand the therapists, the therapists and their job, and they don't want them to go and commit suicide. But I also believe if they do say to themselves, I should have given them a chance to speak, then maybe they can get over the hurdle and forgive themselves. But if they go in saying it wasn't my fault, it's not your fault, it's not your fault that they jumped off and took those pills and da-da-da-da-da
0: then I don't think that the parents going to heal No, I, 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 I feel this way uh, about it, is that, you know, you should be open to hear, but not always so willing to agree to everything. Mm-hmm. Because your children are just that, the Bible says train a child in the way it should go. So you're held accountable to train them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now my thing is, is that uh, when, they, when they come to me about sexual preference, my thing is, why are you even bothered? about whether you heterosexual or homosexual at this point, mm-hmm. you know, uh, unless you really know. Because once you get off into the sexual arena, if you don't know how to master it, it becomes a master mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And this is where you get your whore people and the whore spirits, and even the father said, I'm, I'm gonna judge the whore, mm-hmm. whore-monger, you know. So, so I tried to keep myself as a pastor open to the point where if any of my parishioners, members, my babies, children, or whatever, come to me and say you know I feel that this is my preference then I'm going to ask them how do you know I'm not gonna cut them off and say nah you ain't that you know and, and look at some of our young brothers how they do their their young boys they don't even let them cry mm-hmm. the first thing they say when their young babies start crying man up you ain't no punk stop crying mm-hmm. you like you know stop not. crying and then when they grow up and start killing it and, and have no remorse then they never realize why they're killing it. Well, every time they went to show emotion, you made them suppress it. Mm-hmm. And the more they suppress, remember, it's coming out some kind of way. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't come out in tears, if it doesn't come out in emotional uh, expression, then it's gonna come out in anger mm-hmm. and rage and somebody's gonna die.
3: And I need a gun.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. and that gun becomes their comforter. You know, so you know, I try to encourage even the parents uh, to to young 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 boys, don't train, don't, don't you ain't gotta knock them up the side of the head with a fist to make a man out of them. Mm-hmm. A man is not how rough you are. Mm-hmm. A man is how mm-hmm. your your levels of integrity are. Mm-hmm. You know, you see your worth and don't need nobody else to tell you what you worth. Mm-hmm. If they tell you it's a compliment to you, but you already, you're not arrogant, you're not vain, you're not self-righteous, and all of that, there's a big difference. But you start learning your words. and in learning your word, you start standing up in that masculinity. That masculinity is not to be your testosterone; it is to be the word of the Father. Mm-hmm. That's where a man gets his strength. Yes, that's where he becomes a man. Is when that man goes into the word, and when these young fathers just want to knock their children, their boys upside the head, and all of that, and then they treat their boys, knock them around, and man up. You yeah, ain't no punk. And then the, the daughter is standing right there, and they treat her like, hello, how are you? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into that again, mm-hmm. no. But you, you know my woman. Mm-hmm. Then that leaves a bad subliminal message. Mm-hmm. That leaves a message to her, and that leaves a message to that boy. Then it becomes an acquired taste mm-hmm. of how to treat one another as they grow up. And I just think that we need, as, as, as a church, we need to be knowledgeable. In every facet of life because in a minute the church is going to be the resource Mm
2: -hmm.
0: for the people. It's gonna be the place we're feeding them now Mm -hmm. and almost this is where they get they look forward to getting food because they can't get it anywhere Mm -hmm. else. You know we give them blankets, we we give them clothes. When are we gonna learn that we've got to be able to be able to prepare ourselves to give them counsel? Mm Encouragement. That's right. You know, and, and we just need to really, really, really open up to that. You know, so here we are now. What brought me to the uh, the, the HIV and the A conversation, was here we are now with this coronavirus, and people are yet still acting as if it is uh, a disease. Where shh, don't tell nobody.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You need to know.
3: I think because people dying from it, so they feel like if you don't if you don't tell them, then they'll still have you around. But if you tell them they're gonna be kind of, you know, wishy. But I have to keep it just honest. If if I was to get ill um, from the coronavirus, I want people to give me the benefit of a doubt of being able to be healed from it
1: just because of what people want to say, just because they know what, what it what it does, mm-hmm. what it's going to do. And it's not even saying that people will look at you differently. And that's even with, I think, any type of illness, whether it be a sick, regardless. Yes. You don't want to let nobody know. Because, number one, you don't want nobody to think that you need not necessarily help, that you're independent, mm-hmm. but you want to make sure that you're able to hold your own. And mm-hmm. also, I mean, you know. you know, I think my main thing, again, is just the shame. Right? Yes. You know, being ashamed of it, I don't think it's necessarily... It may be in some points to me thinking about what people may think, but to me, at most points, I think it's just being a shame because just think about, and I put myself do it? If I had it, you know, of course I would say something, but it's just the point that you had it. That like, period. Yeah. Like in general, I don't care who it is because you may right. even try to think that how I get this and how you Let's be honest, none none of us know how you get it. Mm-hmm. They still doing studies on it. Mm-hmm. Now, it's still new that they're still doing studies on it to see. And it, if you want to talk about HIV and AIDS, it was the same thing back then, which is why all these different theories about HIV and AIDS were mm-hmm. floating around for so long, because they didn't know themselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, but you we still have to
0: keep ourselves in check, because with HIV, even though it was a theory, we had to kind of consider some of that theory. And we had to apply it to us, because if we did not, it would make us more susceptible. To it, And that's the only reason why I wanted to jump in on that, because I do believe that it's a theory, but I don't want it to believe that it's a theory Well, they don't know how I'm gonna
1: get it, so I just go out here and just do whatever. I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. No, I wasn't going to torture it. I was just saying, you know It's just in your mind if you have something You don't want to think that if I just touch you or if I just breathe on you granted that was what's going on that I'm going to kill you. Period. Mm. That, that's just how I look at it. And I'm not saying not to be cautious. None of that. I don't, that's, that's just, you know, I, I, high if, if, I, if, I if, my, if my point of view, if I had it, number one, you got to isolate anyway. We know that with this, but let's say back then with the AIDS and stuff like that, that wasn't true. That stuff was not true. But if people were being cautious, they thought that was true. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So that isolates you mentally. Already isolating you to not want to say something, but you say something. I don't. I don't. That's
3: just me. I, Mentally, I was. I. I'm gonna say I was isolated in my mental. Since you said it like that, for as the knowledge of it, mm-hmm. because I didn't have it. However, I did in my mind look at people that had it um, at the age of 15 and on up. Mm-hmm. Like I can't be by them. I can't let them right. touch me. Um, Don't use the restroom after them. Mm-hmm. Like so many different things was you know that I was told mm-hmm. and now the coronavirus is like Once you get it. This is the new theory once you had it. You won't ever get it again yeah. But that's just a theory because right. that's not true right. However, they are telling people that so now people was like I already had it no, i just you know just I already it. had it. no this is in the people's mind They no. not and something new can come about But if you already took hold to that that makes you feel good no. That's what you hold on to. So I already had the coronavirus so I can't get it again. The doctors told me that. Mm-hmm. You know so they hold on to they can't get it again. Now they're being just careless and just yeah. out in the clubs and just all of that kind of stuff. so yeah.
0: My only thing is is that even though we know that they really don't know the pinpoint uh, places of contact, are we not wanting to believe that there is a need to refrain from contact because we want to make contact?
3: Yes. You know, a lot of
0: times we, we, we say things and not want to believe things because we want to continue to do the things that we're doing. Yes. So, you know, I don't want to be paranoid with them. And as I, I've said many times, I watch on CNN so long and then I have to cut it off. I have to stop uh, listening to the coronavirus. But there's one thing that I do try to keep going, and that is the mask, the washing mm-hmm. of the hands, and the social distancing. Now, all of the other stuff I don't know, you know, because there's more stuff. But when you think about some of the things that come with masking up, uh, uh, washing of the hands, and social distancing, you've got to realize that contact, mm-hmm. people, contact is going is a strong possibility. It's not a myth, it's not a figment of an imagination. If, if if the spores from my mouth and nose can infect you, then just
2: think of what you you know, look at these people. How they at home uh,
0: with 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 their wives mm-hmm. and then when they leave home they go and be with their mistress mm-hmm. and playing around and come home back to the wife as if they went to work and came right home. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, they went there with the mistress. They don't know who she'd been with before. Mm-hmm. They got there. Mm-hmm. So then it comes back, and nine mm-hmm. times I don't you, I guarantee you the one that went on to the mistress won't be the one to catch it. It'll be the wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Probably. that's at home, you know. So I, I, I do agree with Elder Scott that there's, there is a vast range of things that we don't know what is the contacting or the contributing factors. However, we do know that the only thing that we have, the only thing that we have, because the vaccine is not a guarantee. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and I, I saw today that Dr. Fauci said when he got the second shot, it just made him completely tired. He slept for 24 hours. You know, that's what I read. So I don't know how true that is. So even with that, and then, I don't know if you've seen it this morning, but. This morning it was saying that most people that contract the coronavirus and have been been hospitalized, they then will be second, uh, have a second term in the hospital, because it brings on illnesses Mm -hmm. that you did not have. You know, it brings on lung illnesses. It brings on um, things that you just have not had. So they end up back in the hospital again. So you know, I do know that. We, we don't know, and, and perfectly. The thing that I don't want is us, my personal self, I don't want to get so fed up with not knowing that I don't do anything mm-hmm. to protect myself and all others. Mm-hmm. Because it's easy, it's called, what, what do they call it, herd immunity. It's easier to pull the mask off and just get out there and say, if I'm going to catch it, I'm going to catch it. <laughs> but not knowing what it all what it does, you may totally, you know, maybe we need to ask somebody that's been hospitalized. Mm-hmm. How does it feel before we take that mentality? Mm-hmm. Because it, it could be so devastating that you would rather die than catch it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what, what I'm hearing, you know, and, and you know, my sister's a nurse, what I'm hearing, they're saying that this, the people that come into the hospital are really pitiful. Mm-hmm. They can't breathe, they're gasping for breath. So when you know you're gasping for breath, you have no control over your bowels or your bladder, or none of that so just think
3: about that yes I, someone told me yesterday they work in a nursing home and that on each hall is 60 people but right now on one hall is only 30 and on another it's only 25. like every day three or four are going at a time and the thing is they're not leaving their facilities some of them that are passing are not even leaving their rooms so that means the people that are coming in to care for them, is bringing it to their homes because that's their home. Yes. They, it's a nursing home, mm-hmm. as in what we call it. But that is the residents' home. Right. So they're not even safe because uh, um, the people are bringing it in. And she also told me that someone asked her uh, when it was getting better in the in the nursing home. is ain't no more. Uh, People with that has a coronavirus because they asked for that because of the pay was more. You get paid four or five dollars more when you worked on Mm -hmm. on the hall. So it's all just so sad. You know it's so sad. You want now you living off of people becoming sick so you can get paid more to work with them. And it's just it's just all of it is just really sad and no one raises their hand like I said earlier to get it. You may not know that you're in the company. You may go to the store and, and hit a cart, and without even uh, noticing that you reach up and scratch your eye mm-hmm. because it's something that you do. Yeah. So everything, and then with that, you can't wear gloves and go in the store because gloves, like just I saw it at the fast food. They think that they're doing it correctly, and but they're not. But this, what I learned uh um, when i was in uh, school or just know it when you put on a a pair of gloves once you do anything with those gloves before you help another car coming through the the uh, drive-through you need to change your gloves Mm -hmm. but when i hand you my money and i see Mm -hmm. your glove is sweated and the reason you know it's sweat is because i can see the skin then i know you've had those gloves on all day Mm -hmm. so like, we're not helping each other, so I don't think they should wear gloves at the at the window. I just think they should do what they're supposed to do at the window. Take money, take orders, take money. Everybody else need to come and do it. I just saw yesterday, I was like, oh, man, <laughs> You know, but which I know, uh, this they think they're doing it right. So what I'm saying is, even in our era, we have to at least uh, keep attempting
2: mm-hmm.
3: and keep trying and, and, and be preventative Use preventative
2: measures
0: so we won't get ill. Because yeah. it's bad. Yeah. It is bad. I, I, I try uh, to go to nothing but uh, the window. Uh, but you do have to be concerned with even fast food, period. Because as much, other than pizza, I think. <laughs> I think pizza goes through such a heat. But the only thing is when it comes... When it goes through the process of the heat, Mm -hmm. it kills whatever germs it picked up on the side before it went in. But then when it comes out, they have to cut it and everything. So I went to uh, (laughs) Little Caesars, and I tell you, if it wasn't for a rush, I would have told them no thanks. Because they had the music blasting, they had all of their masks up under their chin. At first, I thought it was a beard mask. You know, because when you work at some restaurant, Mm -hmm. they make you wear the beard mask. So it made me say, well, where are their masks at? But that was their mask. And they were, hey, hey, man, and all of that. Nobody wore masks. And I was really, I really, that pizza really made me kind of concerned. But uh, nevertheless, you know, I don't want to live in paranoia. Right. Either, but I want to be wise as a serpent and homeless as a dove. Well, that brings me to our next subject. We are getting ready. This is... Can you believe this is the last week of January? Mm-hmm. I don't know about wherever you all are, but it was like it's been like we have not had no bad winter weather at all. We've had a little snow, but a little dust, but it wasn't bad. And it, and I'm really not complaining, but then in all actuality, we need a hard freeze to kill some of these germs and bacteria in the air. Else, it obviously, it's gonna be worse. But anyway. Needless to say, we know February is coming up, and what day kicks in on February? Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, February the 14th. Mm-hmm. What? What? I tell you, this is where you may get ready to cut us off, and <laughs> because we, we're we're always out here talking about what is and what is not, and one thing that I do want to say at the gate of this valentine's is a paganistic day it is not a holy day it's not anything of that sort but it is a paganistic day and in it being a paganistic day we do things that have once again been passed down from one tradition to another amen what what do you all say we're not going to do a whole lot of talking on in our next podcast amen when you see us back here We're going to talk more in depth on it.
1: Amen. And whatever. What you say about it, Scott? Valentine's Day is overrated. I've always thought Valentine's Day is overrated. Besides it being pagan, it's overrated. One of the most overrated holidays of all time. To me, to me. I mean, besides it being paganistic, I think it's one of the most overrated holidays of all time because why would you need a You don't want
0: a bouquet of flowers. Nah. You don't want no
1: candy. <laughs> so I'll I take candy any day, but not. Nah, really <laughs> you love me. You can't give me candy on a Monday or something. or Wednesday.
3: Oh, I knew yeah. it, was a very important day. Oh, yeah. It right was. Yes. It, yeah, it was so important because yeah. you best to have a big bear and you best to have all that good stuff. So, and I don't know our next podcast like you said we'll talk more about it but yeah this that's gonna be a good podcast to talk about valentine's day because everybody needs a valentine they do yes you're gonna have to tell us why why we don't need no valentine well, because everybody needs they i saw it in the store well, the other day I, i'm trying they got i'm big trying my best to wait they got till our chocolate next recording.
0: But you are getting ready to make me well, start busting this Well, we're going to talk right about now. it
3: on this night, podcast. But you know I what, it, this
0: night, podcast. This podcast. Yes. You say everybody needs some. uh Everybody a needs Valentine's. a Valentine. I am not going with y'all on that one. Well, I don't mind standing out alone. You know, and sometimes even your best friend. We still remain friends, <laughs> you know, in case y'all. But when I get through, y'all going to realize you're going to be helped. And just think, all of you out there, I'm going to be able to help people at my own table during this the podcast. The sweethearts are out. What
3: sweetheart? The,
1: um, what are they called? The tarts. Somebody's candy? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. They're out. They're shaped like hearts. Mm-hmm. They're yep. shaped like
0: hearts. Are you talking about the little, little, little heart kit? Uh, yeah.
3: The what is the? You sweet tarts. The sweet tarts. They, they have like one of the sweet. Yeah, you I see sweethearts, You know it's Valentine's Day. Big red bears, big gorillas. I want y'all
0: to hear us before Valentine's Day because I want to tell all of you out there when I get through with you, you won't worry about a piece of candy, you won't worry about giving no flowers, and if they say, where is my Valentine's gift, you can tell them I was your Valentine's gift when you met me, Mm -hmm. and I love you every day. That is the greatest of a Valentine's gift you could give anybody. We thank you for tuning in to this great New Jerusalem divine enlightenment. We're so grateful to have each and every one of you. I am always so elated for our two co-hosts. Amen. Uh, and and all of you out there, you are just uh, phenomenal in my eyes. And we all love you. And we are grateful for you. And remember, no matter what you're going through, no matter how it looks, no matter how it even sounds, If you tune in to divine enlightenment, we're going to give you a way of escape, Mm -hmm. and we're going to definitely let you know that you are somebody. Mm -hmm. Am I right, Elder Scott? Right,
1: Dr. Davis. Am I right,
0: Elder Ken? You're on it. Amen. We love you, and we want you to be blessed. Get excited. Don't forget to share and click that button that says subscribe Mm -hmm. and ring that bell. (laughs) Amen. And ring that bell. You can ring my bell, <laughs> ring my bell. Love you all, amen. You can never say that I was loved, you did sing, amen. And I was, I was supposed to sing at the inauguration, but I
2: didn't make it, and they were so disappointed. However, I may sing this song for you one day
0: on this podcast. We love you, be blessed, and most of all, be delivered and set free. We love you, and remember, you are somebody.